0: Science mag, come out and play. Science mag, come out and play. Science mag, come out and play. Ho ho ho, hello dear English speaking and thinking hearing visitor, welcome to the first of my podcasts in Ingmark, that is, English question mark, the kind of language I'm using. So, kind of English, but not quite the real deal, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And if you ever read something of this blog, well, you get exactly what I'm talking about. So, apologies, apologies for the grammar, the syntax, the pronunciation, for the lack of donuts on the tables of every human being, apologies for the rain that uh, the sky poured the moment you, for the first time, went out with your brand new one zillion bucks slash euros slash yen slash liters of blood-worthy white sneakers, and apologies for the cover-up which prevented the world from knowing the truth about uh, how to win when playing tic-tac-toe against a well-educated dog. Apologies, people. Apologies. <laughs> anyway, folks, I am a science mag, the blog which is as lame as any of the far too many episodes of a Wi-Fi Bo reboot, and whose IQ is the same as a pineapple under the influence of expired second-hand smart drugs. Well, to be honest, I am science bug, yes, but the voice you are hearing is my avatars, the dumb human I got to control thanks to a wireless voodoo ritual I found in a page of recipes for muffins of ghosts, soups of Easter bunnies, and the stew of zombies. Eh, yeah, it's a long story. Anyway, still here, dear English speaking thinking listener? Wow, <laughs> I'm really impressed. Ok then, to reward your patience, I'm gonna tell you a story of Hans, poop and toilets. And the story goes like that. Ants of the species Lasius Niger create toilets inside their nests. The structures where the insects go to poop are called the fecal patches. The discovery belongs to three scientists of the German University of Regensburg, and it's been reported in a paper published on the Open Access Science Journal Plus One. Tomer J. Kzak. Kzakzkiss. Kzakzkiss. Oh man, for now I just become TJ because I don't want my avatar dies of a stroke for trying to say once again a second name that sounds like the aftermath of an airstrike on the alphabet with all the vowels gone slaughtered and the consonants uh, left in an excruciating agony. So, TJ. Jürgen Heinz and Joachim Ruther house 21 colonies of uh, Lasius niger in 21 plaster nests. The colonies are formed by 150 to 300 adult bugs, plus some brood, and all the nests are identical. Yes, I said plus because it's Latin and not American. The single nest is a cavity 3 millimeter high, and it has a central square space with a side of 1 centimeter, and which of its corners that opens to a square chamber with a side of 2. Two centimeters. In short, the nest is a compound with four chambers, all connected via a central open space. And yes, dear US listener, I'm proudly using the metric system like the rest of the world. <laughs> Get over it, pal. T.J. and his lab mates put each of the 21s inside a box which has its sides coated in fluon, you know, fluon (laughs) is some stuff that makes box sides so slippery that even the amazing Spider-Man wouldn't be able to climb them. So, poor little ants are trapped inside the box, but don't go call the anti-kidnapping squad of the insects police now, because the over possessive box isn't that bad for our little box. It's more like, uh, you know, a five-star resort rather than a dungeon for for, uh, evil souls and creepy fantasy characters. The box, indeed, is called the foraging box, since it's stuffed with ants' food, that is a source of sugar and a source of proteins. The sugar Everything is a solution of sucrose, which is inside a small tube plugged with a cotton wool. The proteins are in another tube, filled with a mesh that contains eggs. Both of types of nourishment are mixed with a non-toxic powdered food coloring, blue and red, that can't be fully digested by ants which, therefore, poop in technicolor, <laughs> in white plasterness. Is <laughs> the spot whoop. Anyway, TJ and colleagues take a picture of each nest every week for two straight months. Our science fella then remove the 21 colonies for their nests and take a final picture of the box premises. And then, what our lab guys do. They retire from the lab job to travel the world on board of hands-pulled slates, and they start sending the nice pictures they took as the oldest postcards ever, with lines like Wish you were here, but you wouldn't fit in, you fatty, or Happy Bucks Day, dear 4th degree step cousin, whose name I don't even bother to remember, but I had some spare sense, so I thought, oh, what the hell, I'm gonna send this lousy card to that dude that I think is one of my relatives. <laughs> Oops. No, sorry, I got confused, I got confused. The science trio doesn't do that. The researchers indeed keep on doing science and start analyzing the last pictures, yeah. Much better of a version for science and the postcard business, this one. So TJ and his science company discovered that one to four colored patches formed within uh, each of the 21 nests. The researchers count a total of 41 of these spots, and they call them uh, fecal patches, since these patches have the same color of the sugar solution the ants fed on, hence the patches are made of ants' feces. Wow! And if you wonder why ants number 2 has only the sugar food color and not also the protein food color, well, dear nosy and brainy listener, the answer is that adult ants don't need to gulp a lot of proteins to carry on, indeed too many amino acids can kill ants, therefore they have very, very, very tiny bites of protein-based stuff. So, you know, no protein in means no protein, uh, well, out, if you get what I mean. TJ and France, besides, find out that the fecal patches are made exclusively of poop and not also of other kind of waste like the dance pieces of plaster or cotton wool from the food tubes. This kind of garbage is in fact piled outside the nest. So, since fecal patches are poop-only made spots, uh, TJ and his lab mates call them toilets cos they are actual restrooms formed inside the nest. And toilets' positions inside the nest aren't random. The 82% of them, 34 out of 41, are in fact at the nests' chambers' corners. The bug science fellas think that the toilets' specific corner position is the result of some kind of stigmergy, which is not some sort of witchcraft for t- Instead or a fancy New Age delirium for dolls, but instead a form of uh, indirect communication that the social insects uh, use to coordinate their activities. Yeah, it's basically some kind of semi-random self-organization that somehow relies on probabilities and uh, can lead to the creation of complex structures like the termite mounds, without even the need for a plan or a project to follow. So, if you are desperate to modernize your house but you are broke as me and cannot count on the guys of Extreme Makeover Home Edition, well, dear listener, call the bugs and let them do their stigmatic trick. You know, or just wait till you have some money to spend. <laughs> your are cold, pal. Time for the commercial break, now!
1: Are bugs infesting your house with the arrogance of medieval lords and the insiduity of a brainless reality show celebrity? Are bugs having nasty picnics and smoky cookouts and savage pool parties in your kitchen so that you can't even enjoy your meals in peace? Are bugs silently taking over your life like your mother-in-law would only dream of being able to do? Well, Paul, I'm sorry for you, but you are a serious dispute. Really. Nobody can help you. Bugs are unbeatable. It's a fact. So why don't you try to make friends with your new bosses, the bugs, and share a pizza with them? Call 555-THE-NEST-OF-PIZZA-2313. We make the best pizza for humans and insects in the whole world. The nest of pizza and your belly will smile covered in crumbs and happy bugs.
0: So, back to the fecal patches, aka Lasius Nigerans Toilets in the Nest. Research guy TJ and his science crew ask themselves a simple fundamental question, why, why Lasius Nigerans bother so much and invest so much energy to create toilets inside their nests? The first answer that comes to mind, of course, is 42, which when articulated becomes something like the answer is Hygiene. You know, listener, poop is full of nasty stuff like viruses and bacteria and fungi that can sicken and, and slash or kill you. So if you go number two all around your own house, your own house gets full of that nasty, sickening stuff, and you end up living in hell of biohazard You know. Well, <laughs> at least I do hope for you. You know it. But if you are not familiar with the bide- that concept be you know, they be Well, buddy, I'm seriously worried for you. Anyway, back to the aging thing. It would seem logic that Lazius Niger bugs form restrooms in their nests to confine their feces in limited parts of the nests, to, so to avoid frequent contacts with a potential source of illnesses. But, ha ha ha! Coupe the de teatro, dear listener! DJ and science company see that Lazius Niger ants don't bother to avoid their own feces, and the light Heartedly welcome them like they are taking a pleasant stroll on a clover field in a sunny day of spring. Well. (laughs) of course, without the giant monster and the it's evil parasites chasing them. So, dear, hopefully still-listening acquaintances, hygiene and biohazard control don't seem to be the reason why ants form fecal patches slash toilets in their malls. Love guys say that maybe, maybe this happens because poop for Lasius Niger bugs is not a bio threat to get rid of, but ha ha ha, coop de teatro to the return of the crazy blog writer. But indeed poop, for these ants, is a resource to exploit in order to get food. Larvae and adult ants have indeed very different dietary needs, hence it is possible that nutrients eaten but not digested by adults are accumulated in the fecal patches. Therefore, researchers say, The feces of the toilets may become food for the larvae, which, like that, would receive the right amount of salt and micronutrients essential for their survival and their development. And right now I'm pretty happy to be a blogger, not a human being who believes in reincarnation, cause I'm so positive right now I'll never be born again as a nun's larva fed with poop. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, dear legitimately disgusted podcast worshipper, there's another less vomit-inducing way by which ants could exploit their own feces as a source of food. They could use the fecal patches, the toilets, as vegetable gardens. The TJs of science, indeed, see that once ants are moved from the nests, fungus-like fruiting bodies grow on the toilets. Does the researcher think that the Lasius niger bugs? Farm these fruiting bodies on the restrooms/gardens spots, so to recover otherwise inaccessible nutrients from their own feces. So, dear great people of the podcast, that's it. <laughs> At the end of the day, the most likely reason why there are toilets inside the nests of largest Nigerians is that, like this, our funny little filthy wise bugs can have an always fresh truckload of poop to use in a more or less disgusting way. Ah, the magic of nature. So that's it, folks. Let's wrap it up and say goodbye to this first podcast. See ya, folks. Well, technically, you know, here are folks. Science, man. Come out and play. Science mag, come out and play! Science mag, come out and play!